You know what's happened, don't you? Hi guys, Steve here, you're listening to my podcast, 50 Uses for the Word Love. The podcast about all the many and varied human emotions that can be summed up by the limiting umbrella term, love. Firstly, thank you to you if you're listening. I've been a bit chicken shit about looking at the analytics and stuff, but it does seem like people are actually listening to the podcast. There's at least 100 downloads of every episode. I'm not sure if you're, you're listening to it all, but even if it's a third of that, that's fucking killing it in my book. And it's just nice to know that I'm not sat here talking to myself in uh, honeyed tones. If you have listened to every episode and you've enjoyed them all, tell you what you could do. Go to iTunes, rate it, and review it. That would be absolutely fucking great. And it would let me know that you exist. Today's guest is my good friend, Lily Phillips. Lily's the founding member of smash comedy cabaret group, The Ruby Darlings, and seamlessly transitioned into doing stand-up, getting to the final of Funny Women in 2018. There's a sexist cliche about female comedians that they only talk about periods and their vaginas. Lily Phillips talks about both those things, but it's like watching Olivier play fucking Hamlet. I'd say she's one of the most confident, sardonic feminist voices out there on the circuit right now. Her material isn't just hilarious, it's fucking educational. Last year, I had the great privilege of doing an Edinburgh show with her, a split show. We did half an hour each, it was called Hoo-Ha. I knew that she was the perfect person to do the show with on our first meeting about it, where she suggested that the poster should be her giving birth to me. <laughs> Sadly, we never did that poster, but the show itself was great fun. I actually really love the way that she came up today's topic as well. Today's topic could have been this kind of saccharine stroke fest. In fact, if you're a fan of today's topic, there's probably 50 podcasts out there <laughs> that will do just that. But that's kind of what I love about this podcast. I hope that every time we do a subject, it kind of, we kind of come at it from uh, an, an angle that you wouldn't quite expect, and today's is no different. I'm pretty sure the word vagina has never been used quite so often in relation to this subject. Indeed, I've said vagina more times than I ever have in my whole life just doing this intro. And with that, we will begin. You're listening to 50 Uses for the Word Love. Today's form of love is... Sinophilia. I've got that lamp. You've got that? It's like a kind of a, like a mid-90s kind of New York set legal thriller lamp. Library exactly. lamp. That's what I typed into email and that came up. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> you See, you're, you're all excited there. I thought, like, she, she understands me. She's, she's one of no. mine. <laughs> we accidentally have the same lamp, I think. But it's like, it's like a library lamp, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Kind of green Yeah, grass. like there'll be loads of them on the little desks. Yeah. Dim lighting. Lots of legal people. books and stuff. And legal having, books. Yeah, yeah hushed You can only read a legal book under a lamp like that. No, exactly. No one yeah. can go and get some porn and read that under no, it. No, you're not allowed wrong. to check like your scabs or like bandage dressing yeah. under that. That's no. just fucking gross. That's blasphemy. Yeah. It has to be only legal subpoenas and that's it. <laughs> I like that Subpoena. Word. That's I a like good word. Subpoena. It sounds good on here. Subpoena. Do you want to lean in and say it? Subpoena. <gasps> Maybe I like it because it's kind of, there's a bit of penis in there. I know, that's what I was thinking. It's... <laughs> Just a tiny bit of penis. You, you, yeah, I mean, there always has to be, like, a trace amount of peni in anything you say. <laughs> Multiple penis. It's yeah. peni. I mean, you, I mean w- w- which do you think you care more about in terms of a word? Is it is it penis or vagina? Because you say a lot of both, mm. but your mind always seems to go to one more than the other, surely. 
It does. (laughs) (laughs) That suddenly felt sexual. Oh, Um, did it? Yeah, like, what does my mind go to? Oh, I'm sorry, Lily. What am I inclined towards? Am I lowering the discourse? I think you're checking my sexuality, which I think is quite early on. Yeah, check your sexuality. You should should check your sexuality. I should check, actually. And your privilege. I should double check, because I am (laughs) in a relationship with a man. Yes. And it's only fair that he should know. Know what? Oh. <laughs> and I wanted to out myself. <laughs> this is the platform to do it. This is what will get us into the top ten list. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tell them I've got my boobs out as well. Yeah, so you came out, got your boobs out, and then I commit yeah. a crime, and instantly we're like top of the like. Yeah. FBI's you most, do what most you listened do. to podcast. Exactly. Yeah. To get ahead in this game. Mm. Ahead. Oh. This is going to get tiring. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to put... Do you have, a, like, a website that you, like, upload these to? You have to put pictures Again, on. you've done be- so much wonderful research into this whole thing that we're doing. <laughs> this wasn't just, like, a, a, an excuse to get you to visit. I, I yes, it's great to catch I upload, up. It is great. And actually, I like I an you. audience when I catch up. <laughs> I actually, I haven't seen you in actually ages. I, I know. Because we did our... The, the listeners, we, we Lily and listeners. I did our... Um, yeah, I have listeners... How many? Like, at least a hundred and something. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, at least a hundred and something downloads. They may have just listened to the first five minutes and then had a wank. Doesn't mean that <laughs> I'm like killing it, but... <laughs> what, you think the first five minutes made them horny enough to wank? I think it made them bored enough to wank. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can touch one person with your art if I can make one person touch themselves yes anything that, that that's then, the ball game yeah then then your life hasn't been a waste of time yeah but we saw each other at Fekkers um, funny Fekkers like yes a couple of like two months ago I think yeah before Christmas and that was the last that was the only, only I've only seen you like once since Edinburgh wow hmm so we've we got, we got a lot to talk about yeah do you want me to should, should I should, uh, you know what I'll, I'll do like the intro to the show and then okay. we'll, get, we'll get straight into it because otherwise we'll go wildly off topic. Okay, Let's try yeah, and keep yeah, it. Yeah. Let's top. try and keep it because okay. bor- it'll be boring. Yeah. What do I do when you're doing the intro? Perform a dance? Um, uh, well, um, everyone will be wanking at this point. So, everyone will be wanking. So, so I'll just think about them wanking. Yeah, just think about that. Great. Um, and, uh, okay. I'm picturing you if that helps, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Wankers. <laughs> okay. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> you're listening to 50 Uses for the Word Love. I'm Stephen Trumbull, and I love that the last cinematic acting credit of the brilliant actor James Stewart was in the 1991 animated kids sequel, An American Tale, Fievel Goes West, in which he played a grouchy, aging cowboy and dog called Wiley Burp. I did not know that. Yeah, check IMDb. It's his. He's he's a voice. He's a voice talent in it. And he in the last scene is him and Fievel sat on a rock, and he goes and he gives him a little sheriff's badge, and he goes, "Here, Sean, I want you to have one of these." Is this a dog he's talking to? Yeah, he's a dog cowboy. He's a cowboy <laughs> dog. He's a he's a grouchy, over the hill, gunslinging oh. dog. And then he says. Now, understand this, Fievel. One man's sunset is another man's dawn. And then they watch the sunset going out together, and it's the last thing Jimmy Stewart ever did in cinema. Oh, and then he died. Then he died. 1991. Love it. This is so sad. Yeah, but it's like, that's what this podcast is about. It's about feeling all different types of emotion. Yeah, that's true. And 
unlike most of the intros I've done, this actually ties in to the subject. I was going to say. Because he was playing a kuon, <laughs> otherwise ancient Greek for dog. Kuon. Which is where the etymology of today's word comes from, cynophilia. Oh my god, that's fucking brilliant. Cynophilia. At least someone's done their research. Damn right. This is we're, the, the, this system mm. is on fucckin rails now, Louie. Jesus, I feel You cannot stop the machine. My depth. No. Suddenly I'm intimidated. Don't by worry, you. I'm going to throw the mic over you soon and you're going to take <laughs> over for at least 5 hours and you're going to regale the audience. <laughs> just in time for the cleanup. Um <laughs> I don't know why I'm not usually this dirty. I think it's just cuz you're I'm here. sorry. You're affecting you you're it's like it's, do you know what it is? It's like I'm a uh, what do you call it? A compass and you're the like the south I'm pole pulling, you pulling me down to the dirty <laughs> darkness of Everyone's my mind. getting lost in the I did start off talking about lamps though. Yeah. So, the word today is cynophilia, um, not to be confused with cinephilia, uh, which we will do as well, which is love of cinema, love of films. Oh. We will do that as well. In fact, there will be a lot of philia uh, words, because philia is the Greek for kind of affection and love and kinship. So, cynophilia uh, means the love of dogs. But that's where it sounds misleading. Right. Because of paedophilia. Yeah. Is the etymology of that like... Yes. But it's love... It just means, just, it just means, I mean, because it just means, like, like of. Because uh, um, you're making be, it does, sound it romantic. Exactly, it doesn't have so to. So then it feels like it shouldn't apply to that word. Well, and this cinephilia sounds a little bit like a sexual love to I know, doesn't it? Dogs. Yeah. yeah but, well, do, do you know the, the word the for moment. someone who has this emotion? They call them a, a, a cynophile. Or a cynophilist. Oh my god. Uh, do you have someone from cynophilia? Are you a. Uh... <laughs> I want to change my thing. <laughs> hey, I am you can't choose your thing. Online. It's how God made you, Lily. Okay, I'm not here to judge you, Lily. I was just this born is a this safe way. space. <laughs> the good news Guys, is. I the, don't the, fuck the, my yeah, the, the only thing that I'm actually really worried about is like. You know, it's as you're right that paedophilia is as legitimate as a word as any of the other words I'm yeah. doing, and I don't want to sit down and do two hours on that. But then again, it's called fifty. <laughs> no, but it's called. You'd, it's yeah. But if someone selects paedophilia as their thing, I didn't put it on the list. It's not like it's there on the list. Like full disclosure. And you can't be like anything said in this space stays in this space. Like yeah. if someone tells you that they're fucking kids, you're gonna. Have to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Catholic priest. I, there is no safety within this box. The comedy circle, we protect each other. The comedy circuit, we, yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's Okay, a, that's well, a we just other, want to clarify yeah. that. We will never do an hour and 45 minutes yeah. on that subject. Or, I'll tell you what, we, we will do, because the thing is, it's called 50 Users for the Word Love, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always mean good things. So we will have addiction and obsession and uh, and fundamentalism things like that. So oh. uh, it might we might put it in the taboo episode. We're gonna do a taboo episode. Yeah, that one kind of works. Yeah, yeah, because then it has it encompasses all, all things, and it because people might be like love more. Well, I mean, it, 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 it is a thing that exists in the world. It's horrible and it, it, it's a crime and it should be stopped. But it is a part of the human condition which uh, which has to be confronted. It's, uh, yeah. So uh, I just don't want to do it any time. In the rest of my life, <laughs> I don't want to have to make that episode. <laughs> so please don't make me Listeners. do that episode. Uh, <laughs> make your feelings known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, do a, do a, do a little survey. Send letters in to Send stop letters. me. 
from doing an episode on that because I don't want to do it. Okay. <laughs> okay we've so, so basically, I feel a bit bad for a lot of people, actually, because I think this subject would be something that like at least 30 or 40 people would want to do because mm-hmm. everyone fucking loves dogs. And we're going to do an episode about love of all animals. Uh-huh. The, the beasts. With the mold. Uh, yeah, Ryan. He's going to be Ryan. pissed off that we that we took dogs away from him, though. Is, yeah, he? I already told him he's a dick. All right, good. So, well, as long as he knows. You, you think we became like really good friends in Edinburgh. It was, yeah. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to see you make friends with him and Esther. Because uh, Esther's my yeah. comedy wife. Yeah. And she's been pretending she that she one? hates you ever since I decided to do my Edinburgh <laughs> show with you. She was like, I'm your comedy wife. But that, that Lily, she's your comedy whore. Okay, never forget it. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> I am no longer friends with you, Esther. <laughs> Esther Manito. I love Esther Manito. She met my boyfriend in Edinburgh and they yeah. both... Because I, I got all panicky. I'm not very good at introducing people and I just introduced them both with their full names. Nice. Oh, as if, like, as if about... like Tom's a comedian. Yeah, because with comedians <laughs> you just know their full names yeah. because it always gets announced on stage. So I was like, this is Esther Manito and this is Thomas Eames. And now they both refer to each other with their full names all the time. Which is <laughs> did really you meet cute. Neil? No. Oh, Her husband, did Neil. I? No. I love Neil. Because so. he came up to me after watching me smash our first Edinburgh preview. I did 15 minutes and it was the best I've ever done on stage. <laughs> and then about half an hour later, he bumped into me and said, Hey, so are you a comedian too? Are you, oh, you going to go on at some point? And I'm like, oh, you just saw me. You just saw me have the best gig in my life. Esther's husband. He's a, he's, he's a beautiful. No, he's just, he's just a kind of a normal person. He's just he only has eyes for for Esther as well he should as well he should, he should. yeah exactly he doesn't even know that we're comedy married I, I want to keep it that way because he's a lot taller than me <laughs> and he's married to Esther so he's probably like got enough problems yeah. <laughs> I was not gonna say that Esther I love you <laughs> like she's listening to this this is a real this is a real this is a fucking roller coaster emotion so far this podcast. Okay. Okay. So um, this is why I think it's good to have you on the this episode because out, out of all the people, I don't know if you actually do love dogs. Uh-huh. All I know is that you have recently become a dog owner. Yes. Talk us through it. Okay. So growing up, I didn't have dogs or many pets in general. Like we had goldfish and shit like that, but nothing major. No uh, vertebrates. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Like dogs spines and cats. with spines. Oh, I had a hamster. Do you need They've me to talk you through? Spine. What is a dog? Wildlife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've chosen. Let's say, let's call them uh, bipeds. Four-legged animals. Bipeds? Bipeds. Jesus. <laughs> well, I had a hamster. They have four oh, legs. That's cool. But, I just yeah. don't consider that like an actual pet. Like everyone okay. has a hamster and it's bullshit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it's bullshit. They're the shittest pet ever. Like everyone gets them. But all a kid they wants to do... They die just like they that. They die like that. And you think that you've killed them and they don't even sit on your fucking lap. You just <clears> want to <throat> stroke it and it just is trying to get away from you constantly, which I think is like a really bad sign that we're yeah. giving them to kids all the time and all they can do is is trying to escape That's their entire <laughs> yes. life is trying to escape and then going around on that wheel forever and ever and ever I mean what an existence um, mine actually went missing <laughs> oh did it did it though she was called Tallulah no. Tallulah that's cute yeah she was white with red eyes wow an albino uh, I guess she was, was albino it, was it a hamster or a guinea pig because sometimes people get that mixed up I'm, when I say I sometimes, the difference. when I say some people get that mixed up I mean I always get that mixed up <laughs> I actually had a guinea pig too called Buddy 
Hmm. And then my brother's rabbit tried to have sex Buddy with and it. Tallulah? I just imagined them like... Oh, yeah, they weren't, no, they Going weren't. around 1930s Chicago with Tommy guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Burying mice under the railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that thing, Tallulah was quite adventurous, so she escaped. And she was gone for like three days, and I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. another one bites the dust. She's dead. And then... We just saw her. She was on the landing. So she was this white hamster. She was on the landing. She was completely black. Yeah. She'd been underneath the floorboards for three Fuck. days. And then she just came back. And, and she like, just came, she just found her way back. Hey, guys. I mean, maybe she didn't intentionally find her way back. She's probably like, oh, fuck her again. <laughs> so, send me back to the mines. <laughs> Anything but this. <laughs> she keeps trying to pet me. <laughs> um, and then I had, I had to clean her with my toothbrush. That's, uh, that's adorable. That's quite sweet. Isn't that's it? a darling story. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then then she died. Then she died fully. <laughs> and they sort of die like mid motion. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lily literally just did a kind of <laughs> Egyptian dance pose of like reaching out with like... <laughs> little 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 talons. Yeah, it was like a dinosaur. And it just went Ook! Yeah, like, and then po- fell like over. Pompeii. Like just frozen in time. It's quite terrifying. And so okay. you're like, hey, Tallulah, da, da, da. like kid goes in, mm. life's happy, you don't know anything about death. Mm. You just think the world's full of roses and pat lunches and you just go in and there's this. And it takes you a minute to sort of realise that it's dead and mm. life is futile. Was that, was that the first time you were confronted with that death, idea? Probably. Wow. Yeah. I think my grandma had died, but I was, I was really young, so it didn't really right. connect with me. But yeah, mm. so Tallulah. Tallulah. She's Tallulah. Like, she was like, I gotta teach you, I gotta teach you a lesson of life, yeah. them's the breaks, kids. <laughs> yeah. We all turn our little toes up at, eventually. You know me, I'm Tallulah. I go down under the floorboard sometimes when I want to get a little uh, get a little action with the rats. She wasn't a slut. She went to the, the, the Lily's House version of Hooverville for some cheap work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Delula sounded like a really old guy that smokes a lot. Well, I'm, t- I'm trying to do gangster's mall here. Yeah. I can't believe he's slut-shaming. I wasn't hamster. slut-shaming. <laughs> I, mate, I was, I was, I'm completely behind her choices. I think that makes her super <laughs> Just cool. Just to be clear, everyone. <laughs> she could have been blousey. Not, 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 not yes, Tallulah. that's true. Tallulah's super cool. Everyone loves Tallulah. My name is Tallulah. I live till I die. Is that it? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Jodie Foster. I remember my friends and I watched that in uh, uni. And, and we, for the first time ever, we just looked at each other and we were like, this is wrong. Like, oh, yeah. You can't have like a 12-year-old kid pretending to be a showgirl. Yeah, it, it was. was. really weird. But as, as a kid, you just accepted it. Mm. And wanted to be her. Yeah. Didn't you? I did. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. But now. it is weird. And now we've made a nice full circle into paedophilia. Yes. It, it's, it's all connected, it's folks. It's all connected. It's an ellipsis. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. I knew I could count on you. Point, <laughs> my point is that. Um, you never had dogs. I never had dogs. And I also didn't really get dogs or people that liked dogs. I thought they were weird. Me neither. I just didn't get it. And when people would just, when people would say things like, oh, I, you know, I would save a dog over a person mm. or dogs would just have that deeper level of connection than humans. Humans are horrible. I'd just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, I was, you're kind of, I don't know if, because, uh, you know, on stage you kind of present yourself with a kind of persona of being essentially quite just cynical. 
You know, no, but, but you, uh-huh. you you started our show in Edinburgh by saying I'm Lily and I'm I'm from London, which means I'm an arsehole. Yeah, and you so you yeah. have this kind of yeah. uh, faux sociopathic streak. Yeah, do you, would you say that that is true? Do, do you find it easy to to love? No, and I think that's what having a dog has taught me. Oh, <laughs> vomit, <laughs> vomit. <laughs> All the wankers just came. Uh, <laughs> it's the end of the show, folks. No, I probably killed their bugs. They're like, oh, that's not what we wanted. <laughs> no, they just sat in their rooms <laughs> with their negativity. limp penis. Yeah. <laughs> Why you gotta be human? <laughs> okay. No, so, yeah, people would be like kissing them, like the licking of the face. Mm. Like, I just found it repulsive. Um, and now I've just gone completely the other way. Okay. And I'm just snogging my dog all the time. Wow. I've like taught her to like kiss my face. Yeah, well, the, the, this is interesting because uh, I did a little bit of research into dogs, and it's because domestic dogs—they mm-hmm. are kind—they're kind of sneaky. They model themselves after us. Uh-huh. They—they're social animals, and they can pick up on cues. So they're like children in that they learn from us. They look uh-huh. at us to see what to do. Uh-huh. So, so you genuinely—you genuinely did teach her how to kiss you, and it was—and she was like, "Oh, okay, no, I, I get that. If I do this, Lily will love me, <laughs> and I love Lily." <laughs> and that's what I want. Uh, I think it was called because because they get the oxytocin the same as we do when we get like a Facebook like oh. when we they get a treat or we treat them nicely. And it was called a neural feedback loop. Wow! So it's basically unconditional love, like you would have with a child. Oh! Would you say that was? Yeah, I mean, so you saying if I so if I'm kissing. She's seeing me kiss other people, and then she's thinking. Well, no, you, 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 I'm kissing no, her. you're saying you, you're saying to her, if you kiss me, I'll be really, I'll hug you, and I'll be really nice oh. to you. You're letting her know that, yeah, she has consent. <laughs> she's but picking she up. She's picking up she's on your non-verbal nice me, cues. I won't give her treats. Yeah, so exactly. I have all the power. Yeah, so it's kind of like she's in a abusive relationship. Well, anyone in your house would be. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, though, what you say, because she started doing this thing when I come home, and I'm assuming it's just me, because I'm special. <laughs> What's her name? Blodin. Oh, I know, I've known this before. I'm yeah, asking but, for the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blodin. So Blodin, which means flower in Welsh. Aww. And we didn't just pick that name out of our arseholes. We did actually get her from Wales. Yeah. From a Welsh farm, and my boyfriend Thomas is Welsh. Okay. So, there's a connection. Uh, uh, what's the full name? Thomas? <laughs> That's um, Thomas Eames. Thomas Eames. Um, he's an actor. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's got any jobs? Yeah, doing. he he really needs to support Lily. So yeah, he doesn't because Lily's not get, bringing anything no. um, to the table apart no. from more stray animals. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get more animals. Do you think? Yeah. Are you suddenly turned? Are you now? Now are you well, like a well, full this on is the thing? And, no, but anyway, what I was okay. saying about this thing, she started um, smiling when I came really? home. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look nice, like, <laughs> like when I smile. Yeah. It's like, she just, sh- like, does her teeth up. Like, looks- <laughs> but they we say might have to take a photo of that she- and then post it for the people. <laughs> because she's trying to replicate what I'm doing. That's harrowing. When I come in, and she's Aww. going... <laughs> and apparently so some dogs do this, and it's mm. so cute. Well, then, yeah, they see that she, she's, she's doing the Darren Brown mirroring. You know, that's how you get people to like you, is you kind of, you know, she, they, they, they're, they're very smart. They kind of pick up. And you're right, they do. They love humans more than they love other dogs. And it ties in exactly what you were saying about you never understood why people would, would want to save the dog over. My yeah. ex-girlfriend had a dog, uh-huh. which is why I have a complicated relationship with dogs. And she, she did say to me, 
if you and Colonel were in a car that was about to go over the cliff and I could reach in and save one of you. Oh my god. Well, I'll I'll never forget you, Steve. <laughs> he oh was the coolest god. dog though. We'll talk about him later because I do want to attribute this whole podcast to him because I'm not gonna I mean dead? he is dead now. Oh. Um uh, but she loved him so much and I was I was jealous of it's him. It's weird though, isn't it? He was the nicest dog in the world. I do kind of get that though. Like I wouldn't say that to Thomas, but I mm. <laughs> but I did I did think where is this love going to come from? And I think people must think that when they have babies, like I don't where's the love? Like is it going to be there that the love that yeah, I need yeah, to like look yeah, after yeah. this thing like yeah. completely and you know for as long as it is alive and actually I think what happens is you don't get new love you just have the love that you have for your partner and it just transfers mm. onto the animal so okay. you kind of <laughs> what I'm just listening intently. I feel like you lose there's something that goes from your relationship that's like there or maybe that's just me I just don't have enough love in me to create new love well that's why I can't have a dog because uh, sometimes people have said to me like well why don't you get a dog and I say because I can only I only have room to love a human at this point in my life because I, yeah. I know if I get a dog I'm sorted I'm done I don't need I don't, yeah. like, they're, no, they're, like a, they're like a living antidepressant that you just plug in mm-hmm. and you will be you won't need for anything yeah. love wise for the rest of your yeah. life and I just know it would happen yeah. so I can't do it yeah, and I I get that now. Mm. It really is. But what what does that mean that we the biggest love that we could have is for something that doesn't really reciprocate? I mean, it does. It it does reciprocate, but it's just that it doesn't ask anything. It doesn't. Okay. Like, is this our our, our ideal relationship? <laughs> yes, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> that is fucked up. And I'll tell you why. It's because I I learned this recently. I was I was researching into um why um uh it was about parents. Because uh, they say it's very similar to the unconditional love you have for your children or for your parents. And I, I, read, I learned this thing, which was that the reason relationships often become dissatisfying to us as adults is because when we were ki- children, our parents, they would give us everything while we gave them nothing. Mm-hmm. We would just shit all over the place Literally, and they would yeah. uh, do it. And then if they were upset, they would go and argue with each other in another room and save, it, save us from it. We mm-hmm. never got to see them argue. So then when you're in a relationship with a... Uh, an adult human, they start getting pissed off at you for, you know, eating your carrots wrong or, or you know, uh, sleeping with his best mate. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah, that's a real one. It's, it's a, a spectrum. Um, you know weird. what I mean? But, like, the, like the, the moment the moment you end up having an argument with your boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah. you're like, this isn't what I was told love was. I was told love was you let me do whatever I want and then you... And then you keep all your sadness from Because that's from what me. we've learned growing up. So dogs are kind of like that. They're like, hey, I'm going to love you, but I'm not going to... Uh, Give you, I'm unload gi- I'm any of my you. shit onto you. And that's why you're happy to pick up their poo. Yeah. Because they're not going to come home and go, well, where were you, eh? No. Oh, I see. What, however long Where were you? You were with like... Steve, were you? Oh, is it, oh, it's a podcast, is it? A podcast. <laughs> I know what's going on. Steve, who hates dogs. Yeah. It, it, see, it, it, the story falls apart like wet bread, Lily. <laughs> see, no, no dog will ever do that. They'll just be like, Lily, I love you. Nice oh, to see you. I mean, they're not perfect, though. Like, she does eat shit. Like, literally eats shit. Really? Her own shit? No. Or she finds shit? She mainly likes um, human shit. She, she'll, she'll go and drink out of the toilet and... <laughs> no, not my shit. Well, where does she source? I where is she sourcing this? She's sourcing it in London. Because oh. some people who 
possibly don't have anywhere else to do their shits, wow. do them in parks, in bushes. Wow. And my dog has a special nose for it and goes and eats it. So and it's a superior palate. Disgusting. Wow. She does, but she also likes, like, if I have, like, a delicious bowl of, like, porridge with fruits and oats and honey, she she's also like, cool, loves this that. Is be good. She's well, like, delicious, delicious. Maybe she's thinking ahead to the, human to the roughage... Um, re- result of that <laughs> she's like mm, yeah oh yeah no. gross yeah drink it down drink it down I'll, I'll be waiting I'll be waiting <laughs> oh god oh god <laughs> but you find do you find this adorable her eating shit yeah no 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 okay. see that is that's a that's a bridge but too you far. love her un- unconditionally yeah so it doesn't stop me loving her but I do get furious with her when she mm. does that okay but it's difficult because she can't fight back no what what what, uh, what breed is she? She's a working cocker spaniel. Oh, black and white, black and white oh. with little spots. You've seen pictures. of Yeah, that. we'll post a picture. It's for the listeners. Oh, sorry, Jesus. Sorry. I keep forgetting this huge microphone is here. Yeah, it's so big, guys. It's got girth. She Lily said earlier. Serious girth. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let's let. Let's... And it says blue on it. It does. It's so that's, blue. That's the make. It's like the blue vein in the. Uh, oh. I was thinking, no, like it's a bit blue. I was in blue humour. Yeah. Anyway. We're professional comedians. Um, (laughs) By the way, available for gigs. Yeah. Both of us. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, okay. Do you have something else to say? Go for it. I I might uh, spool us back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're telling the story, what led to you getting to the, the puppy? Whose idea was it? Why did you do it? Okay. So Thomas is really into dogs. He's had dogs growing up all of his life. So he was one of those people that was like, dogs, dogs, dogs. And I was like, oh, shut up, you weirdo. <laughs> but he he always wanted to get one. And we always okay. said at some point we would get one. And you've been going out with him uh, almost five years now, right? Yes. Yeah. Good keeping on track of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know you. <laughs> That's so weird that he knows. I don't remember his surname, but... Thomas Eames. Thomas Eames. Thomas Eames. Who I love dearly, by the way. I was just joking about the love. Put him in your Rolodex, folks. <laughs> He could ride a horse, fight trained. Um, no, um. <laughs> he can ride. Well, can he? We did go riding for his birthday. It was really? hilarious. Um, <laughs> <but> anyway, <laughs> Why was it hilarious? It was hilarious because they match you up with a horse that, depending on, they weigh you and they measure you. They match you up with a horse? Yeah, and he's like over six, just over six foot. And he's like quite broad. He's not massive, he's quite broad. And so they brought out my horse, which was like a tiny dog. <laughs> like a Shetland. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, that seems about right. And then they fucking pull out this horse. I have never seen a horse And you were that like, I've never before. been more attracted to you in my whole life. No, but he was terrified. He literally had like, they had to get extra steps for him to get up onto this fucking massive horse. Extra steps? <laughs> it's like a fucking ladder. <laughs> Anyway, oh anyway, we digress. So the cliche for um uh, for for couples getting dogs, the cliche mm. is is the the uh, gender binary, the girl wanting to kind of have a test run baby, uh huh, or yeah. or both wanting a test run baby. Yeah, was that a consideration? No, it wasn't. Um, but in retrospect, it's quite interesting because I think if anything, it's put me off having children. Really? Yeah, because of the love thing. Because I feel like I've just totally fallen in love with this thing. Yeah. And kind of put all of my things afterwards. So this dog now is the priority. And I have to consciously kind of put my things above 
its care. Is this dog getting in the way of you doing stand-up comedy and stuff? <laughs> yes. Or is it affecting your career? <laughs> well, in some ways it is, but then in some ways it's not, because I've ended up talking about her quite a lot on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been quite fun. Great. Um, it's given me some good material. Hmm. So thanks, Blodin. Your problem is more that it, you actually know that if you had kids, it would you would start to recede. Because I've heard that about the partner sometimes, that like once you be- kind of have kids, mm-hmm. the love that you would have for your partner becomes second place to mm-hmm. protecting the child or whatever. But you are like, oh, I'm going to get overshadowed by my own child. Yeah, and That's I really think it's more just an acknowledgement of that, like an awareness that that is what is going to happen and mm. that you should kind of keep on top of that yeah. a little bit if if your personality is susceptible to being that way because Thomas isn't so much like that he still thinks about what he wants to do Mm. and then afterwards he figures out okay well who's going to look after the dog kind of Mm. after that point whereas I'm factoring her into my decision making now which is freaking me out (laughs) and I feel uncomfortable with it because I'm really selfish well we both are (laughs) are you afraid of is it like are you afraid of commitment is that like like the dog is revealing of being afraid of commitment why afraid of commitment? Well, because you're saying like, oh, now I have to now I have to plan around the dog. It's changing my life. I wouldn't be able to go and do. Well, yeah, and that that's a, that's a kind of uh, nasty kind of feeling. Like, imagine feeling that way about your mm, yeah, kid. Yeah. Like, this is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a dog. <laughs> this thing eats shit. Yeah, and I'm like really, you know, she's high up on my priority list as she should be. Obviously, yeah, no, I'm obviously. Sure she, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So back to why. We got the dog. So we were in Wales, North Wales, visiting Thomas's mum. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Mrs. Eames. Mrs. Eames. Miss. Mus. Mus. Oh, Mus Eames. Mus Eames. In the hizzoos. Yeah, she's gangster. Um, <laughs> and Thomas, like, he's super friendly and gets chatting to people all the time. He's the opposite of me. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone ever, except now. Yeah, thanks for great. coming. <laughs> I, mean, like, you, I mean, like, everyday people, you know, out on the street. <laughs> yeah. You know, the regs. <laughs> I don't like that. Anyway, he loves that. He'll get chatting to anyone. He was yeah. in the waiting room of like a physiotherapy appointment place. <laughs> chatting to someone who's going to... Chatting to this woman and she was like, oh God, my dog's just had all these puppies and we don't know what to do with them, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he was like, oh, interesting. And so he told me and then he said, oh, let's go and have a look at them. And basically the rule is you can't go and look at a bunch of puppies hmm. without taking one home. It's just not possible. Right. So don't ever, listeners, go. Don't go. Don't, do, don't, don't go. go. Because unless you're a psychopath, you take one home. Yeah. Because again, it's this, they just love you immediately. Like you've never met these fucking puppies before and they just come up to you, they're licking you, they just want to cuddle you. Yeah. They're so cute. I mean, they're fucking puppies. Aww. Yeah, I know, right? And yeah. the, the people there are trying to get you to take one and you're like, Yes. I need this in my life. It'll make me feel good. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. See, this is why I don't go. You yeah, know, don't you, go. You, I won't go. Don't go. I'll, may, I'll maybe have cats if I get to 40 and I'm still, like, alone. Yeah. Because cats are, like, housemates. Yeah. That's be like, okay. Uh, make sure the bowl's full. I'm going to go kill something. <laughs> maybe maybe pretend to have sex with something because I don't think about that anymore. Yeah, but they don't care about what you do. And then maybe watch TV later. And they know you don't care about what they do. Yeah, they're just yeah. like independent. Yeah. They're very I, cool. I saw this thing on Facebook about a puppy island 
in Cyprus that you can go to. There's a puppy island in Cyprus. <laughs> never go there. No, never go there. You become Mrs. They, Crusoe. All these like stray puppies they bring onto this island to like rehabilitate them. Wow. <laughs> to rehabilitate they, them? Well, like, you know, give them, get them. Because sometimes they've like been through loads of really bad stuff. So they need like behavioral training and blah, blah, blah. They need right. to learn to love again. And the NHS is underfunded. <laughs> this is <in> Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can go and like play with them on the beach. And they're like, you don't have to take one home. But many people are like, it. <laughs> it's like people going home on the planes with like 17 puppies in their bags. <laughs> anyway, I'm never going there. Yeah, never go there. Never go there. Anyway, yeah, so we brought her home. Drove her back six hours in the car. Mm-hmm. And that was a year ago? No, September. September. Just wow. after Edinburgh, because I was feeling really vulnerable. Right. That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go and do something that would make you make a life-changing decision yeah. when you're tired. Edinburgh, Edinburgh will do <laughs> that to you. Emotionally unstable. Yeah. Yeah. Your self-esteem is at an all-time low. <laughs> you're, you're really reconsidering your career life choices. <laughs> I enjoyed working with you too, Lily. It was great. <laughs> It's all Stephen's fault. That's why I have a puppy. I should bring it here. You should have that puppy. Yeah, exactly. That that puppy is my legacy. <laughs> but I would, I'd be, I'd die happy knowing that I forced you to open your heart. Heart. And that's what Thomas keeps yeah. saying. He's like, God, I thought you were dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> How? Yeah, no, that's a good point. How did he react to everything? Oh, terribly. Really? Terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Say more. He freaked out because it we, we unfortunately coincided where he was having like a major mouth operation a mouth operation yeah he had to have part of his like gum and mouth removed anyway it was wow. really bad and like literally like people say having a puppy is like having a newborn baby and it actually really is like they're crying all night you have to like sleep by them you have to mm. take them out for wheeze every yeah, two seconds yeah 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 they have to exercise every day yeah like, yeah you know, yeah like they, they you can't miss you can't miss that They'll yeah yeah it. i mean i think the breastfeeding was probably a step too far <laughs> But you know, I'm a mother now, so just yeah. go yeah. at it. You've full, got the, you've got the, full you've got the supply. <laughs> That's the creepiest thing you've ever said. You open the door for me there. <laughs> See, in comedy, Lily, we have these things called premises. Okay, uh, and I just mm-hmm. follow the truth of yeah, the, yeah. the bit. I think the audience are now thinking I have massive tits, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, because they and, can't see us. And lactate on the reg. I'm lactating right now. If you keep lactating, it just keeps coming. Did you know that? I did not know that. You know, like in Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit that, of bloody culture, folks. That end in scene of Wrath. is terrifying. When she breastfeeds that man. Oh my God. Yes, yeah, so she... You know, obviously it's about the Great Depression. There's this, like, guy that hasn't eaten in days and she and lets she, him... She lets him... Yeah, and that's, like, the um, final moment in the book. That's the final moment in the yeah. book? It's heartbreaking. I mean, it kind of, you know, it's just... It's, signifies the whole oh. struggle that so, but, so, so, so how do people end up like that? Because it's the depression so they No I mean how, oh. how do people end up lactating forever? Oh so if if you just keep breastfeeding the milk just keeps coming Oh I see so That's why women have you know yeah, they've been yeah. known to breastfeed for longer than maybe society right. Oh I see Appropriate The body doesn't say uh, as a little bit the guy the kid's 11 now yeah. Well yeah I think that I think I think if the kid can ask for it I think it's too old <laughs> <laughs> I've had kids go titty titty <laughs> 
and that's what my dog does. <laughs> exactly. Look, in a kind of barky way. <laughs> breastfeeding should not be a conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, can I have your tit now? I mean, it's just so wrong. <laughs> there was that program You should never get it. sent to your room over breastfeeding. No breastfeeding for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to go to space camp this summer if you keep biting my tits. Oh, God. On this program, there was a woman who was breastfeeding her kid on one side and her husband on the other. Wait a minute, what? Sorry, I, I missed the beginning okay, of that. There was a program about breastfeeding, about people that decide to breastfeed for quite a long time. And, and the husband they do was it. just... And there what? was one woman who had her tit on... Had her t- <laughs> had her- <laughs> Had her kid on one side and her fucking husband on the other. So, cynophilia is. <laughs> but was it? Was he I mean, doing it recreationally, or was he just keeping? No, no! <laughs> was he just keeping the? Was it a pump thing? Was he just keeping the? Was he? Or was he being no, he utilitarian? Was being disgusting. Or... Okay, he just liked it. I mean, that's sweet of you to think that, but that he was just being gross. Yeah, I mean, I didn't speak to him. <laughs> I bet you'd get on like a house on fire. You love stuff like that. Yeah, I maybe. You have a wonderful um, like. Uh, I think you know. I I, Are you I think. About my no, <laughs> I'm never. Okay, let's just get it out of the way, Lily. I'm never talking about your breasts. Okay. <laughs> Why not? I know you keep trying to crowbar it back into the conversation. <laughs> I do have them out. Yes. And he hasn't mentioned them once. As far as yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't notice. <laughs> Oh, okay. They're very small, but perfectly formed, I would okay. say. Yeah, yeah I'm going to start lactating. That's how, la- how do I encourage lactating? Massage? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tom needs to get his mouth in working oh. order. Get a clean bill of health. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> how much is he going to have to cut out? This podcast is going to be five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only going to be every time you say the word tit. It's just going to be a, a tit compilation. Yeah, <laughs> be a mashup. Beautiful. It'll be like a, it'll be like a beat. There'll be like a yeah, it'll be like a Skrillex tune. And yeah. then wait for the drop. And then it'll be a yeah. sound of a tit. That's a tit. That, that was actually she, <laughs> literally just. <laughs> okay, we we're supposed to be talking about dogs. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry, dogs, okay. dogs, dogs, dogs. Where was I? What? Okay. Um, so... Okay. So yeah, what we were talking about him dealing with um, uh, uh, Tom, how he dealt with, because you said that he dealt with it really badly. Yeah, because like, does he not get on with the dog? No, like we're just we're both quite self obsessed people. Hmm. Like I'm an actor, he's a comedian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he likes to think he was a comedian. Wait, wait, that's the other way around. Yeah. Did you deliberately do? No, that? I did that by mistake. Yeah. So, you, uh, what is this persona? Are you guys like merging into I each know, other? Oh God! It's an Ingmar Bergman. I know he does say tragedy. when he when he comes to a stand up gig, he, he feels like he wants to get out. Oh fuck him! God, I hate <laughs> people that do that. I fucking hate friends of comedians who show up and they think that they can do. In fact, no, in he fact, doesn't think he could do better. Like he thinks he he, he has the thought up. of like I can't believe like she's so brave getting up because he feels terrified because he thinks right. about if I was getting up, hmm. I'd be fucking terrified. But I think. There's, it's only natural to sort of look at comedy night, especially probably some of the ones we've went, gone mm, to that haven't mm, been that great, and mm. think, I've got some things to say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he is quite funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's, he's nice Lovely to me. I, I, think... I mean, I think stand-up is probably one of the scariest things, wouldn't yeah. you say? I, yeah, it is. I mean, the first time I did it, I felt like I jumped out of a plane. Really? Yeah. Really? It's a really, like, euphoria. Wow. But then I took MDMA and I thought, that's better. <laughs> 
What, right up? What, right after? No, 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 no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I took MDMA for the first time ever. Did like, you? A week, about two weeks ago. Oh my god. I've got a comedy set about it now. Like a five minute. Yeah. It didn't work. Didn't do anything. Maybe because you're so happy already. It's either that I am already happy uh-huh. or I'm immune to happiness. <laughs> it's the saddest thing yeah. I've ever heard. Well, wait, wait till you hear the rest of it. <laughs> Maybe you just didn't have enough. I think if someone said I might have just got some dodgy. Yeah, some, like, like they probably some, cut some it with garbage. Like, some other crap. Yeah. It was probably a parasite. And I wasn't dancing or anything, so that I wasn't physically. Yeah, so you've got to be like in the right place. Mm. But yeah, uh, anyways. Well, no, no. <laughs> Has anyone picked a love of drugs? I think we'll do addiction. I'm sure. I'm sure you could have a healthy. Do you think there's a comedian out there who has stuff to say about? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't like to say. (laughs) That's so interesting because I I'm filled with love when I'm on it, which is weird because I don't think I'm actually like that. And then after, like the next day, I feel like, oh god. Well, I I believe I was being so nice to everybody. Yeah, I'm so embarrassed. I mean, I'm straining to imagine it right now. I like love everyone. I married two people. Really? When I was on it the first time. You yeah. married two I was people? like, I love you. We're married I now. I love you. No, I married them. Oh, you married them I together? I married them. I really? Mean, I'm not legally. Okay. <laughs> it was the law of the forest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were all naked. <laughs> so, and then, but then you wake up the next day and you're like, what a twat. And I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hope, I hope all those people don't think I really love them. <laughs> I'm, Lily, I'm sure they know. In deep like it was just inside, the in their hearts. You know I also do it when I'm drunk. I organise lunch with everybody. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, we should have lunch. Oh my god, and I like book it in. I like yeah. get my diary out and book it in, and then I have to do all these like messages the next day. Should I like... count it as a compliment that you never asked me to lunch? <laughs> I just haven't been drunk enough around okay, you. Good. <laughs> okay, and then I have to be like, I don't want to have lunch with you. <laughs> Please tell me that's exactly how you put it. No, that you send them a long text. I just text. make up some shit. But you just like... cut and paste the same message that you've had to send a like bunch ten of times. People, God, I cancel all these lunches. N- no. <laughs> Thomas is like, how many people have you got lunch with? I'm like seven. Okay, so so, but it's funny because the way you just described. MDMA, mm-hmm. that sounds like the way people talk about their relationship with their dogs. Tie it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. how would you compare that to the love you feel for your dog? Because you seem to love um, your dog very unironically. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You I don't mean, wake up the next morning and go, oh, God, I don't want to have lunch with my dog. <laughs> we do have lunch together. Yeah. She sits at the table. Really? Eats, eats a plate of shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it's similar. Lily's in, a domestic goddess. It's, it's similar in the way of when you're with them, it's uh, in a sense a kind of mindfulness. Mm. Like you're in that moment, in that loving moment, and you're not thinking. And that, in a way, is really good about the comedy because it keeps you sort of level. Like you can come back from a gig, mm. feel like shit. Yeah. Because nobody laughed at your jokes about your dog. And then come home to your dog, not blame her. <laughs> and you can like, you, you, you say you like my jokes about you, don't you? And she's like, blah, 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 don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, but she does the thing. She doesn't care. Ignorance is bliss. Like having someone in your life that is not aware when you're shit, <laughs> when you do shit things in life. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, and must be why people have kids. Yes, I can't think of any other reason. Because because uh, yeah, kids. They look at their parents and think they're Superman. And, yeah, uh, until and, they and grow Earth. up and then 
everything comes crashing down. Exactly. Because you've used the kid to like boost your self-esteem <laughs> and then they're a teenager and they realise who you are and yeah. they tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh my God. What, what, that's what, when people have midlife crises. My, sis- <laughs> my sister was talking to me about what it was like when her firstborn was... Because uh, she can't see. You, you Babies kind of can't see properly for the first couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, they should just see like black and white, can't yeah, they? And that's so, why nipples are dark. Sorry, just to bring it back there. That's why they have to be dark so that the, the I, baby can find them. We were never going to get too far away <laughs> from this subject. Um, it all it all, it all, all ties back. <laughs> um, she said that uh, my niece, she would um, look at her... Ang- like why? Like she she spent the first couple of weeks of her life just angry. Like why are you doing this to me? She's just confused. Like mm. so, and she was like, it's it hurts so much to have this thing that you've just given birth to that you love so much, and it's looking at you like you just pissed in its cereal, and it just like really, <laughs> really like uh, I'm just confused and angry, and I don't know who you are and mm. why you're doing this to me, and I hate you, and it. But you know what I mean? Like it's like that's got to be such a rejection. Yeah, Dogs, I'll never give you that. It is really sad, and they and they. They can sense when you're upset as well mm. and like they come over to you and they're you know what the other day i cried <laughs> did you for and, real um, for real cry for real yeah, yeah i do cry yeah no no i, I cried I, I, today I, before i came here the really? thought of coming to streatham <laughs> yeah so and then she started crying as well she was going oh my god it's the sweetest thing oh so did that help no, I thought this was about me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Attention-seeking little brat. <laughs> but but the thing about, like you're saying about having the kind of, you know, a kind of abusive relationship in that, yeah, anything you do to them, they're still mm. there. Mm. Um, is and, and I have a kind of appreciation of both sides of that. Anyway. You know, there's that video of um, that dog getting like his owner just left it somewhere. No, no, I, I trying... probably haven't seen that because I don't put myself through stuff like no, that. No, it was just on Facebook. These I things. don't, I still wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. And it was like everyone was sharing it. And it basically, these, these people tried to abandon their dog. They just mm. left it outside the car and then drove off. And the dog is like trying to get back into the car oh. and like doesn't understand. It's like trying to, oh. they're like driving off and it's it's like no, going on a no. And like before, see, before I had a dog, I would have looked at that and felt nothing. <laughs> Literally felt nothing. And now I feel sympathy on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> There's balance. Because There's having balance. a dog is hard. And there have been moments when I have thought... Yeah, don't have kids. I'll leave the front gate open. Yes, you've said this on stage. See what happens. <laughs> because it is like fucking takes up so much time. Do you want me to talk about her vagina? Of course. Please. <laughs> uh, uh, if you would. <laughs> a little bit of little bit of backstory, folks. Um, actually, I do have a question about this. Okay. Because I was wondering... <laughs> this is going to be the... Away. This is the part of the podcast where I compare dogs to women. Um, but what... Which shows how much Stephen knows about women. Yes. <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> Inti- intimate pictures. knowledge of both. Um, <laughs> the, no, the, the, this is this is what I was going to say was because um, uh, the, the full disclosure of this is that uh, Lily uh, has material that you do on stage about uh-huh. your dogs' hoo ha. <laughs> you're also you also do material about your own hoo ha. Yes. Before you had a dog, you do but you do a lot of material about the things that. Um, women feel forced to do by society in terms of modifying their own bodies. Yeah. 
and I've been doing research into dogs for this podcast, yeah. and I've been learning pretty horrible stuff mm-hmm. about modification of dogs' yes. bodies. Yes. To so that a dog can make a perfect handbag yeah. dog. Yeah. Mixed breeding things they do to their ears and like it's it's so yeah. and i was wondering if that if that's something that you that that you found a kind of weird kind of fucked up parallel parallel yeah and i think i think it is our kind of society's obsession with perfection and mm. and it isn't exclusive to vaginas at all it's no. kind of us wanting to i don't know I, do, I guess we take comfort in in an idea of perfection that we can all just strive towards instead mm. of maybe people are scared of just going of of the difference of people being different and us accepting all of that i don't yeah. know if it makes life easier if we just have something that we're going towards that everyone can just accept is perfect yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute but if you're a man it's like uh, homer simpson's your role model be, just be a fat <laughs> yeah, lazy dumb have person to strive further than others <laughs> exactly fred flintstone is uh, the yeah. model of a male <laughs> and then and then hopefully what and then you know and then maybe you'll get craggly and old and still kind of handsome yeah yeah it's true but it is moving into i've been reading a lot about penis enlargements recently like they've like really rocketed yeah can you send me some of that research? <laughs> I read a really interesting article about it. For the it podcast. Like, <laughs> but it was saying like how this like size complex is is a massive, obviously, it's still a massive taboo, but yeah. it's, a, it's a massive thing on guys' minds. And actually... It really shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. But also like most men, actually, the penis size doesn't actually... The spectrum isn't actually that wide. Like most men mm. have an average sized penis, yeah. So it's actually something that's been like completely created out of nowhere, yeah. And it's so silly. And and then at paying thousand thousand pounds to have this treatment that yeah. isn't even developed enough yet, that means like they've got a really high chance of it not working, and mm. their penis is crooked afterwards. <laughs> oh god! But their want and their insecurity about having a small penis, as they think mm. it is, is so strong and severe mm. that they are going to take that risk that so they'll strange. end up with it bent to the left people talk a lot about um like the way you know pornography creates a horrible unfair yeah. expectation for women's bodies yeah like the men in porn don't look like anything yeah. that i least, can imagine in the real world exactly and that's that's your first experience of sex so for both genders it's it's looking at this thing as, yeah, this is what I'm going to look like. This is mm. what I aspire to look like. And mm. this is what people find attractive. <laughs> One <laughs> thing that I find funny about pornography is that, you know, again, people say, like, oh, you know, women are treated like objects in it, which they are. But the man is treated literally like an object because he's literally just a stick and the camera barely yeah, looks at him. If it. the camera once makes the mistake of panning towards the face of the man <laughs> and you just see just how much he is in physical anguish trying to maintain this facsimile of uh, <laughs> of physical perfection he just looks like he's trying to pull a tractor you know <laughs> and he literally is but just in- a tree stump that's in that's in constant pain <laughs> that's a very unfair what a expectation he deserves a medal yeah I'm not but saying it's, I'm not that, saying it's not horrible across the no, board but, I, but that the is the problem is then they're fixating they, they spend the whole focus on the woman mm. doing this completely over the top two yeah, seconds yeah, in exactly. orgasm that yeah. a guy is never going to witness <laughs> in his real sexual experience and it means yeah. that you know that the expectations are extremely high and completely unrealistic mm. Of what, of, of how easy it is to make a woman come as yeah, well. That's yeah. that's the other thing. Anyway, tell me about your dog's vagina. So my dog's vagina. So yeah, I talk about 
vagina. I find it quite fascinating, all of these new things that are coming on the market for women to alter their alter their bits. Um, and that it's and that it is continuing, even mm. as feminism is, you know, gaining mm-hmm. a lot of strength, and and we're all talking about equality, and we're all talking about body image and body confidence, all this stuff that like we're having the right conversations. Yet, all these products are still on the market and being created every day, mm. and it's like, well, there's obviously a market for them. If they wouldn't be created, you know, if, unless there was demand, or is it? that because they've been created then people feel that they need them yeah. Yeah, who knows well Gwyneth just got a Netflix deal no Goop is going on Netflix oh I thought you no. I thought you should hear it from me <laughs> we do have a mutual respect <laughs> <laughs> she's given she, the, the, yeah we, we had a beautiful bookended Gwyneth jo- joke yeah. each in our I talked about how she wants us all to steam our vaginas which is incredibly helpful <laughs> yours specifically is she it? really wants me to steam my vagina. She's a yeah. woman possessed. She sent me an email. <laughs> yeah. Right, so um, so, so yeah. when I got the dog, I was thinking, oh, thank God, I'm going to have some new material because, mm. like you know, you say that I'm you, my stuff is quite dominated by this topic, and you do sort of sort of get labelled as that comedian, which I'm mm. fine with. But it's great, like yeah. Yeah, but you know, you can get bored of any topic after a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, even that. Oh one. my vagina. I mean my vagina's amazing. But yeah. you know, perfection can get tiresome after a while. So I wanted a new topic and I thought, oh great, I've got this dog now. I can um talk about that. There's gonna be loads of funny stuff that happens. And then the funny stuff was all about her vagina. Okay. So, first thing that happened was she got a, a vaginal infection, um, which turned out to be cystitis. Really? Dog cystitis? I know. I didn't know dogs could get that. She probably has a soul, too. <laughs> <laughs> Slut. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's fucked up. It was so weird. And I didn't... And then... So, we took her to the vet, and the vet said what you need to do is trim the hair around the dog's vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Which I found strange. (laughs) She said this all with a completely straight face there. (laughs) As though it was like... I found it weird to even say vagina, which is weird. Like, so I say it all the time on stage and I talk about my own vagina. But but I felt weird about talking about my dog's vagina. I think that'd Mm. be the same with the baby if you were like, there's something wrong with my baby's... Like... (laughs) It just feels like a weird sentence. Yeah. And I went all red. <laughs> and then we... <laughs> anyway, so she trimmed... <laughs> and Blotherton was like, what's that about my vagina? My, my vagina? Someone talking about my vagina. Why is everyone looking so awkward? <laughs> my vagina's burning. I lick it all the time. <laughs> it's just like, her vagina is just like her leg. Oh, there's no difference to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no difference because there's no, there's no sexual element. No, yeah. Oh, is she fixed? Is she, she doesn't have a... Fixed. That's the term for pets, is it not? I don't know. I feel like it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Neutered. Yeah, spade. Spade. Spade is what they is say. She spade? Is spade? It's a bit weird. She's only a thing. puppy, I guess. Yeah, so there's there's two arguments. Again, you just get involved in all this bullshit and you're like, why am I... Are you on dog's mum's net my or brain something? With this? <laughs> no. I should get on that, though. Right. No, it's too many opinions. But basically, there's either you do it before she has her first period... Dogs have periods. See, that's new to me. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently you can get little nappies. Right. Um, Because otherwise you just end up with blood. Yeah, I mean, apparently it's not a lot. It's not like gushing out. (laughs) 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 Unless she's anything like her mom. Uh, (laughs) 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 But, um, 
So um, this so, podcast so... is leading us all into the future. <laughs> I think I'm really happy that we can share all this. This is good liberal content. Yeah, I'm on my period now. I hope you guys are taking notes. <laughs> yeah, all you people masturbating out there. Yeah, I hope you're taking notes <laughs> with your free with hand. With your other hand. <laughs> okay. People's hand stuck to the pencil. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, if you do it before she has her first period, then apparently it reduces the risk of breast cancer. Fucking dogs can get breast Holy cancer. Shit. What? I have to worry about that now with her? No wonder you feel like you're kind of getting overshadowed because this dog has a whole fucking life. Yeah. Bitch. That's insane. Uh, anyway, but so I want to do it after because the other thing is like if you do it afterwards, it means they've had their first season. So they've like fully developed mm. and they've had all the hormones that would come naturally and you they fill out a bit and they kind of get their body like ready. <laughs> Apparently their nipples enlarge when they're <laughs> coming on to heat. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so her vagina. So they said trim the hair around it and then um, they said to put pseudocreme on it, which I thought was something for humans. So yeah. I thought it was a very strange kind of thing to do, but anyway, I just so I did it and I did the trimming. Um, well, I tried to do the trimming while she was asleep because um, she sleeps with her legs apart because um, she's asking for it. Mm-hmm. Old slut. Um, and I did the trimming, but then she sort of like woke up as I was mid Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to stop doing that, and then and then we had to put food creme on the dog. Um, but me and my boyfriend had a big row over who was going to put the pseudo creme. He wanted to him. do it. <laughs> we had a fight over it. He got to do it in the end. Um, and, and he was very good. He was very caring and sweet and gentle. Okay. It took him a really long time. He was, he was just being very, very delicate. I was like, wow, you can be smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it took us ages. We had all, uh, all this process was really, you know, not what I wanted to be doing that day. Um, and then after all that, she licked it all off and vomited. Because she's ungrateful. Yeah. How often do you do this? <laughs> How often? We didn't do it again. Oh, we okay. just did it. But then she got cystitis again. Right. Kept getting it. And we were like, okay, hey, something's wrong with our dog. Took her back to the vet. And the vet said that she keeps getting it because she has an enlarged vulva hood. <laughs> this is true. This is what he said. <laughs> The word hood should not be used when talking about those that we have dominion over. Okay, continue. Um, No, I mean, I was just really shocked that he said that. Um, I mean, my boyfriend shared a kind of um, mutual understanding. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like knowing that dogs are supposed to look like their owners. But that... <laughs> just, How is that possible? She just watched she she learned it from watching you. <laughs> she's replicating. Mommy's got the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. But she's not bothered by it. I'm okay. not bothered by it. But the vet suggested what you were saying about surgeries that animals are having to like make them perfect. Mm. The vet suggested that she that we perform a vaginal plastic on her. Wow. Yeah. A vaginal plastic, so a full-on cosmetic operation. Yeah, and, for he, a dog. and he like, I guess to like strengthen his argument, he went on Google and showed me images of <laughs> vaginal plastics on other dogs. I'm like, and it looked disgusting. 
interesting. <laughs> like, this is what you we can have. We have several, several models. Um, yeah, like, yeah. this vagina is wrong. Here are some perfect ones. Like, it's so weird and gross. This one we call the lady. <laughs> this one we call the tramp. The slut. <laughs> this one we call... Big Hooch. hood. <laughs> this is overlap. This is the Toto. Um, Nugget. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just naming famous dogs now. This one is Droopy. Oh, uh, <laughs> this What's one. the really famous dog? Um, um, Nessie. Uh, Nessie. Lassie. Lassie. Nessie? <laughs> I'm not a dog person. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <sighs> I said, no, thank you. And stay away from mine as well. <laughs> I took my dog out of there. I'm sure I don't know. And I will thank you not to talk to me like this in front of my husband. Yeah. Sick fuck. Okay. So so, so this has still not happened. Your no, dog. and she's fine. Like, she hasn't, yeah. you know, yeah, maybe every now and, again, now and then she's a little... You're going to have to put some shit on. I what? can do that. Roll yeah. up my sleeves. You know, get my hands dirty. <laughs> it's a bonding experience. It's something you can, do, exactly. you girls can do. She's together. not embarrassed, <laughs> and I think it's important for Thomas to know about stuff like this. It's an education, exactly, exactly. And she's not self-conscious about the size of her vulva hood. But the thing I think the thing about my ex-girlfriend's dog was that he was sick all the time as well because he was a King Charles spaniel. So he's one of those really cute, like, frog-faced dogs, like furry, but, like, with that kind of amphibious almost looking face. Very cute. And he was so cute and lovable. Yeah. That, like, and and the problem is, is that he's, like, he's, like, a mixed breed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it means that his, like, his brain was too big for his skull. So they're notoriously kind of untrainable and a bit thick. (laughs) So he, so he would just be kind of, he was a bit crazy and always sick. And she was, and she would spend more money and care looking after him than she did like herself. Yeah. Like she would be stressed or working or whatever. And, and, you know, I would say, well, you should go to the doctor. And she's like, I've got got to take care of the doctor. But last time I saw her. Yeah. She was. It was about a couple of weeks after he died, and I swear to God, she was wearing black. You know, she loved him so much. She loved him so I much. I mean, like, like, see, my old side of me is like, she's fucking insane. Yeah. And she should be sectioned. Yeah. And then this side <laughs> is like, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I would be devastated. I saw this guy on the news that was campaigning for um, uh, grief leave if, mm. you, if mm. your pet dies. No. Bullshit, though. Well, they have like, um, what do you call them now, don't they? They have um, uh, emotional support dogs. Like dogs oh, literally yeah, look yeah. up, like protect your mental health now. Yeah, yeah. I saw there was a thing about, well, it was about horses actually, about PTSD and horses and getting... Because Tom got kicked in the face by a <laughs> giant Yeah, the Greek... horse has PTSD. The, the Greeks <laughs> dropped off a huge gift. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they can they can be very calming. Yeah. But yeah, they they, they do this program for P- uh, soldiers with PTSD, and they mm. spend like weeks with these horses, and like apparently you can see in like the body language of the the people that go on this course, like they kind of start off like all hunched over, and mm. um, and then after the time that they spend with the horse, like they kind of their body language changes, but then wow. the horses slightly. St- Whoa! So they've like taken on all this kind of emotional weight, and so then the horses have to have like 
a, a real like break. Then, then the horses need to go and get PTSD training. <laughs> yeah, with, from with a big horse. <laughs> and then the cows need to go. And this is ongoing. And it eventually ends with a giant turnip in the ground being pulled out by a farmer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One thing I've learned about this podcast is that I have uh, intimate knowledge of like children's, like like. Please finish that sentence. Children's nursery books, oh, like okay. like old. I don't know. I've, I seem to have like a direct line See? to kind of old. I think you've got quite a good tale. memory in general. Like if you watched a film, you would yeah remember quite. But then I can't remember my sister's it. birthday. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I think you, your memory for like books, that, you know. I think everyone was. Is your memory not like that? That you more of a. I don't remember my childhood very much. I don't remember my childhood very much. I but know I it's there, but thing. I don't want to. I don't want to look back. I don't know. Well, no, seriously, why? I don't know why. I think. I mean, I genuinely think it's like because it because it would be quite emotional. I think I don't have time. I've got to do something now. I've got to do something with my life. Yeah. Does that make yeah. Sense? I mean, when you're a kid, everything's great. Like the world yeah. is forever. Hmm. I miss that. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> We were talking about, like, you were talking about uh, mindfulness and pre- you know, being yeah. present. Yeah, that's I mean, that is, that is it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't remember mine, but I think that's a positive thing. I think it's because it wasn't traumatic. It was pretty every day. I was happy mm. most of the time. Like, <laughs> so there's no, you often remember, like, yeah. significant events because they were negative. Right, yeah. I think yeah, from yeah. your childhood. Otherwise, it's all just kind of blurry. Hmm. And maybe that's the reason. Well, mine's like a Unless weird I've dream. Some stuff I had box. such a good, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Don't open that door. <laughs> What's in the box? No. I hope this dog love doesn't open up any kind of emotional Pandora's box that well, I've just been... Do you think that maybe, because that, that's a question, like, <laughs> do is. you think that people should have the emotional support dogs? Is it? Does it make them... Oh, God, I'm not really qualified to say. Mm. I don't think. I mean, maybe... I mean, obviously, I, 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 you know, I'm big into kind of mental health issues and stuff so I think mm. that it is great if you know to give people support and all that and it is it can be like a life-saving thing yeah but then imagine having all that tied to something that get hit by a bus yeah but I think but I think that's with anything if you put too much weight and you rely too much on one singular thing then it's not healthy and that can be your relationship yeah. mm. you know that you have or, or with a parent or someone yeah. whatever that thing is and and yeah I don't think that should be your whole support network mm. this animal but I definitely think it can be a really good factor yeah I think I've come to terms with the fact that Within. the reason I was jealous of the dog is because it had bigger balls yes <laughs> Finally, we get there. It was completely superficial. We have found my primal wound. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do horses have balls? Um, probably, yeah. I've never seen them. You well, always, the dong is so pronounced. <laughs> it just steals focus. It does. Yeah, exactly. It does. It overshadows. It's I, over, yeah. can't, I just can't picture a horse's balls. Well, you need to go and look, you know. You need to... See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Any horses in stretch? Maybe they're kind of more, what do you call them, like, uh, uh, undescended. They're not, dog's balls are like Inside. fucking upside down bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> they're <I> like was... <laughs> stalactites. <laughs> they are. I really don't like them. And I'm so glad that I have a female dog mm. because she loves, like, she licks herself yeah. to clean it. And there's, there's something that is quite sweet and innocent about her doing it hmm. but I saw this but when dog... you do it it's problematic <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yes. <laughs> People, look at us. <laughs> you, you, shouldn't do it in, you shouldn't have done it in the park. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's four dogs. But... <laughs> I saw a dog on the tube. Also, the pub is also for kids. So the, yeah, it's a family joint. Stop licking your dog's vagina. I don't care if she's got cystitis. What? Well, she's breastfeeding in the corner. <laughs> I'm going to write to BuzzFeed. <laughs> right, continue with what you were saying. So, I just saw a dog once licking his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, it was, he was so slow and it was obviously floppy and it was just so rank. Just it was, working the shaft. Yeah. And it was in front time. of everyone on the tube and oh, I just thought, thank God. God I have a female dog. Also, she also likes having her belly rubbed. Mm. So like all the time, like when you oh. see her, she lies on her back and you give yeah. her belly a little rub and it's yeah. so cute. And then yeah. um, my friend's dog came over who's a little um, Jack Russell Chihuahua. Nice. The, the, the dog in <laughs> Fraser is a Jack Russell. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the smart, They're meant to be the smartest dogs. Yeah, it's really smart. But it's Chihuahua as well. It's a really tiny face. Really okay. cute. Um, called Chaplin. Oh. Um, anyway, he came over and I, and I was rubbing his... <laughs> <laughs> and it... I mean, his dick was there. So I was just sort of... I mean, I whacked off a dog, but unintentionally. Like, it's yeah. not to completion. I just did it and then, like, quickly pulled away. And hope nobody saw. How how long was their sustained <laughs> interaction? <laughs> Look, it was still floppy. We need this for I the... I saw no lipstick. This is where we have the legal lamp in the corner, because I need to get all this information from you to make sure that we're clear of... Uh, any wrongdoing. <laughs> also, you can use you this against this me. This is like a Scientology interview. Yeah. So that you're going to like be like, this you've will got be recorded to evidence tweets you're going to hold against you never me. Get to <laughs> direct a Disney And you're going to edit it in a way like, like it's Big Brother and everyone's going to be like, you fuck dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else will be jealous. Yeah. Be like, how do you do it? Oh. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. So well, do we have anything else to say about dogs? I don't know. If, I, don't I, know. I, I got a list of uh, different breeds, of the mixed breeds. They, they call them designer dog breeds. Oh. That's another thing that made me think about your material, actually, when you talk about the designer yeah. vagina and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've got Golden Doodle. It's a Golden Retrieval and a Poodle. Oh, they're actually quite... Labradoodles. Pugles. Yeah. That's a pug and One a beagle. One that <laughs> Maybe it's a puggle. Maybe it's puggle. Oh, puggle, it's yeah. It's a pug and a beagle. One. Yeah, that's what There's one called a jug. A what? Jack Russell and a pug. A jug? A jug. <laughs> I wanted to get one because this would be funny. That's nice. Like, what is that? Jug. Jugs. I get got... two. Jugs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pomsky. What's that? That's a uh, Pomeranian and a Husky. Oh. Um... Goldador. Some of these sound like like Dumbledore. Co- some of these sound like like village names in Middle Earth. Yeah. Um, Yorkipug, which is a Yorkshire Terrier, and a no Yorkipoo. 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 Which does sound like a, a, a water festival in some part <laughs> of the world. Um, a, mal- a Maltipoo, which is Maltese. Oh yeah, they're cute. And they a are pretty cute. Chalky, which is a Chihuahua and a Yorkshire Terrier. These are, but the thing is, I I find hard to know what dogs breeds are. I'm, dogs are like cars to me. Yeah. They're like, well, what kind of dog was it? It was, it was, it was black. Yeah. It was grey. Brown. <laughs> yeah. It was brown one. I saw a um. Oh my god! In the street the other day, I saw a wolfhound. Ooh. That's fucking huge. What is that? It's like a horse-sized dog. <laughs> it's yes. so. 
fucking amazing. It's like a size of a giant wolf, but it's clearly a dog. Aww. That was, in fact, ooh, that, 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 that's a good thing to talk about, because we are talking about the Canidae family. Canidae. Canidae. Coming from the word uh, canis, which is the Latin for dog. It's where you get dog penis. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd know all about that, wouldn't you, Lily? I would be interested to know. Sorry to degrade it again, but... um, Again? This has been a sustained degradation. Sorry, sorry. Um, If there are specific names for dog genitalia that is different. Really? No, is there? Or you mean like a cloaca? You know, What's like that, that, that's a bird orifice. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because because I felt weird saying dog vagina. And I well, if you're know talking about if... she's got periods and yeah, but they know, have different and... names for that. They say she's in season. I mean, what are euphemisms? Season two is so much or better heat. than season one. Um, <laughs> gets really good after after the mid-season um... premiere. <laughs> season. Um, but yeah, so they, I thought maybe they'd have a different. Okay. Anyway, we can. But here's what I was talking about. They, yeah. they, they were, this is a an animal family. So this doesn't synophilia doesn't just mean domestic dogs. We could also talk about uh, coyotes, foxes, uh-huh. jackals, uh-huh. and wolves. Wow. How do you feel about those? I haven't got a lot to say about them. But I mean, like, because they they don't have the neural feedback loop. It's only domesticated dogs that love us back. But can you domesticate so, any of those? No, if you're a fan of like Game of Thrones or something, you're shit out of luck. You're not going to have a wolf who loves you. It just doesn't happen. Really? No. But they do it with like they're lions. wild animals. They do it with they're... lions, and if you domesticate, I'm it pretty enough... sure lions are that's that's just a flat out abused animal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no lion that actually Bears. loves their owner. Don't they? Like, you see all these no, videos, no. people like. No, rolling about with really scary animals, and you think, yeah, yeah. but they're crazy. Yeah, they, they do or, get or, eaten. Or, a lot. or they found the one animal who's yeah. kind of the exception yeah, to okay. that rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Twain said something. Uh, there, there's, there's a quote he that said a lot that, of things. Yeah, well, he gets misappropriated a lot. There was a Does quote he? about dogs that people always think was him, but it wasn't. Where he said, "The, the more I learn about humans, the more I like dogs." Um, uh, but that he didn't yeah, say that. that. It was somebody else. Uh, but he, but who in, did say but that? In, dog. I have no idea. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> They gotta change the narrative Twain. somehow. We gotta, we gotta be more inclusive. Okay, it's all about representation. Uh, Mark Twain did say, "If you take a starving dog and make him prosperous, he will not bite you." This is the principal difference between a dog and a man. So basically, humans are the only people who you could help, and then they'll turn around and stab you in the back. Uh-huh. And dogs have a kind of a, a respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like if you feed them, you're apparently Mark Twain seems to think that like animals are quite kind of honest. Do you know what I mean? Even though they will turn yeah. out and bite you or whatever, but like, but they're quite straightforward. Yeah, I mean, they don't have. What do you think about how, what, what's really your feeling to... on like fox hunting and stuff? Um. Oh, yeah, I would be against it. Mm. Foxes are annoying, mm. but that's but they view them as pests. Far. That's how they justify it. They yeah. say, "Oh, they're pests." But I think that's a slippery route to go down isn't it I mean anything you kind of I guess what we do with humans is dehumanise them to put yeah. them into a box to make it okay well, it's to so abuse perverse, them but how, I guess how... that's deanimalisation deanimalisation <laughs> if you're reducing them to a pest whereas we like comedians we kill a fly like that we comedians we partake in reanimalisation of uh, people um, <laughs> but it's so perverse fox hunting because how do they kill them they get they don't kill them they, they're unarmed they, they, the, the, the humans, the human, they get dogs who are part, technically part of the same fucking family, yeah. to kill them. It's perverse. It's like glad, it's like it's like it's like yeah. Roman emperor shit. Yeah, it's disgusting. That it's is horrible. horrible. Although my dog, the cocker spaniel, 
her she's bred to get the I think it's rabbits and birds like if okay. they're hunting rabbits and birds she goes and gets the dead and brings it back okay that would have been her job really on the farm you mean she has like a bit of genetic oh yeah yeah so they breed I mean I, I didn't fully understand it but wow. so she constantly is picking up things and bringing them to you really in her just in makeup. her genetics. Yeah. that is so fucking weird. Like, we've never taught her to do that. She just does that. I mean, obviously, also she's like they're they're very clever dogs, so they mm. would pick those kind of dogs to do that kind of thing. Mm. Like she was doing sit like the second day we had her. Just we were like, oh my god. Just brought Tom a beer, <laughs> trying <laughs> yeah, to buy we need his to kind love. Of <laughs> manifest it in a way that benefits us more. <laughs> At the moment, she's just bringing me my dirty underwear, and that isn't useful. I, no, I wanted well, to get her to bring stop the clean shitting stuff. in your pants because it's 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 just she's like a moth <laughs> to the flame, Lily. <laughs> and she like chews them and stuff. All my pants are crotchless. Are your pants like rubbery and <laughs> is it like a cheetah? Is it all knotted? Mm. Oh. I love how you've lowered me. This sorry, is this yeah, the, I'm really no, sorry. but this is the great thing about this podcast is that every episode's so different in tone. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm going to have to put a disclaimer at the beginning going like Lily and I know each other very well <laughs> do they not all descend like this <laughs> after a couple of hours do horses have balls Steve we need to get to the bottom of this I might actually google it yeah google it now right. horse balls I hope this doesn't interfere it's with a the slippery recording. slope though what horse balls no I mean if you start typing shit like that into oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, well, can't, no, no. you can't unsee stuff like that. The thing know? that's going to be worse is when I start typing it in, and you'll see that I've already typed it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it <was> like... Recommendations <laughs> for Stephen. People who like this also liked Buffalo Sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> Do with animals, furries. I met a furry the other day. He was an extra in the the sitcom pilot that I was in. What's a furry? Was, a furry is a guy who dresses up as a animal as an animal. Fuck people. Yeah, to to, to for sex. It doesn't see that would worry me. It's like do horses. Have... That leads to bestiality, surely. That's no. just like the starter. I think that's really naive. I but think. Don't you? Wouldn't you? That is a healthy okay. adult fetish. Are you, is this your way of saying this is what you do? In. Crypto. <laughs> so I'm changing the subject now. <laughs> no, but I just think if if a guy dressed up as a baby, there's people that dress up as babies and fuck each other. You wouldn't think that was okay. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> the dressing up thing. I oh think, right, yeah. Woo! But I feel like this way tricky. about dogs and their owners, where owners um, dress up their dogs. I think that's abuse. Because my ex yeah. and her dog, uh, sh- her whole family loves dogs, and they love dressing their dogs up. Mm. They'll dress them as like sailors or cowboys oh, no. and stuff. I and did I'm buy like, blood in a It's cute, habit. and you can tell that they like it. The dogs like the attention, but I'm also like, but they don't like wearing stuff. They don't know what the context is. No. Maybe he's not a sailor. Maybe he no. is a 19th century poet. <laughs> yeah, who are we to make those how, decisions how dare about? You? But then yeah. we all exploit our animals. I'm talking about my dog's vagina on stage. Yeah, she probably wouldn't consent to that. It will be a lawsuit if she could in a couple of years' time. <laughs> it will be a big controversy yeah. in the comedy network. Um, okay, in crypto Okay, what is law? Do stallions have balls? A ridgling or rig is a cryptokid, a stallion which has one or both testicles undescended. Oh, if right. both testicles are not descended, the horse may appear to be a gelding, which sounds like some kind of ancient nymph or something. 
Sounds like something from the dark crystal. Oh, this, but is this to do with but age? Will still behave, send... But it will still behave like a stallion, so it seems like most stallions should have balls. The condition is mostly corrected by gelding the horse. We, we have no <laughs> What's idea. What's your We've... job? I'm a horse gelder. <laughs> like, it sounds like a, like a yeah. legitimate thing, but... Balls. <laughs> What's your business, I'm, sir? I'm more confused now. Horse balls. Yeah, I'm very confused. <laughs> I think it seems to be that... Um, it's, oh yeah, no, right. I think we've we've basically just. Uh, what's a horse with no balls called? What's a horse with no balls? Called? <laughs> no balls. Yeah, these are the other questions. That are these just have. like ways to mimic a horse? Are male horses faster? Sexism. <laughs> male horses, no stallions, geldings, or colts, depending on whether their manhood is still intact. Oh, oh I like shit. A, a horse's manhood. Surely it's his horsehood. Yeah. Okay. We love all of this is problematic. Humanizing. This all has to go. This is this, this this all belongs in the bin. Uh, far outnumber <laughs> females called fillies, which is a sexist term. Fillet. Filly. For what's that? Like uh, a female horse. A filly. Yeah, I've heard people. I've heard people call oh. women fillies. Really? Yeah, it's a gross oh. like. Who do you hang it's around a, with? It's an eater. I think I saw it in four weddings and a funeral. So some I Etonian bastard. I hate it when films you used to love. Oh no! It was he was a douchebag character. Oh, it was okay. like one of one of the posher okay. characters. Okay. Um, oh, not the poshos. You know what? We've we've gone way off. Yeah, we've we need to get off. away from the horse balls. Yeah, we should go away from the internet. I think it's um, there's nothing good. Do you want, that me, to, do you want me to check what the name of a dog's vagina is? Oh yeah, just quickly okay. while we're here. What is a dog's vagina called? Question mark. The outer portion of a female dog's reproductive tract is called the vulva. So that's uh-huh. like us, and consists of us. two, two labia. <laughs> Two, like me. folds of tissue. <laughs> you know what labia are? <laughs> that are connected that. at the top of the bottom towards the dog dog's head. The vagina connects. What do you mean towards the dog's head? Like in that direction. <laughs> it doesn't start at the head. I mean, like, my one's just a walking pencil case. <laughs> <laughs> the vagina connects with the cervix and then onto the uterus. It just sounds like a normal... They are our best friend. In a... They're, they're, there's so little that divides us. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts on dogs that you want to share? How do you feel about, um, she's young, so you're going to have her a long time? I know, Thomas said the other day, we were talking about something, and he said, talking about something in the future, and he said, oh, Blodin will probably be dead by then, and I burst into tears. Wow. Oh my god. Who am I? Yeah, I'm disgusted you, with myself. You're meant to be like the cold... I know, and we started referring to each other as mummy and daddy, which makes me sick. <laughs> And we just did it. We didn't discuss it. We were like... It just naturally happened. Oh, go and see daddy. Me and your mummy. Oh. Oh, Lily. No, it's gross. Oh, Lily. It's gross. But yeah, she's going to... She's 15, probably the max. Okay. Age. The people I know who've had dogs. Mm -hmm. A dog dies, they just immediately get another dog. Yeah. They can't live without... It's become institutionalised in them. Yeah. But kind of, at the moment, I don't know. It would be a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like me to sort done. it out for you, Lily? Yeah. Because I have previous with getting rid of dogs. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> You're the guy. This is what this whole podcast has actually been leading to. Yeah. The, this exchange. They used to call me Stephen the Bucket and Brick Trumbull. Bucket and I don't know. Brick. It's just something, it's something that my granddad used to say about our cats. Oh, my God. If the oh, cat was naughty, granddad them. would be like, Bucket and Brick. <gasps> That's awful. <laughs> but a very good idea. Yeah, exactly. He was I'm a very... writing that down. He was a very uh, utilitarian man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think about dropping her off at like the RSPCA. Yeah. Like wearing a disguise. 
not hurt me. But then, you'd, <laughs> but then you'd have that moment where the dog tries to get like, why are you oh, lit like the dog no. with the door? She'd remember? come back. She's <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I'd never do it. I love her lots. Yeah. And then like Tom would try and like spoon you at night and you'd be like, it's not the Lily, same. Lily's gone. <laughs> What's left is not Lily. It's <laughs> cold as ice. I left Lily at the pound. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, I think this is lovely. I like that it's changed you. I think this is the most interesting version of this conversation we could have had. Because if I'd got somebody in who just, like, has always had dogs their whole life... Yeah, loser. They would have just been like, Oh my God, I just love dogs so much. And it's like, you yeah. are genuinely... You have you've been pulled kicking and screaming... Yeah. ...into having a kind of a standard heart and soul. <laughs> <laughs> would you agree with that, or am I being too harsh? No, and I think Thomas would agree with you as well. That's lovely. So so going forward, do you feel like... It, do, do you feel like... So you, you don't feel like you're going to... Uh, or you don't want kids as a result of this. Do you think you could see? Could you see that changing? No, I could. I could see it changing. I just you don't at the need moment, to. You don't need to. I just feel like it's really put it all in, into perspective, and I think that's a good thing because I think sometimes you have a kid. Well, I mean, everyone has a kid without really knowing what it means. Yeah, all, all my kids, I didn't know. Um. <laughs> yeah, where are they? <laughs> oh, you mean like you, you mean like everyone that has kids without knowing if they're ready or not? Or, yeah, yeah, I mean, you 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 obviously can't know exactly what it's like until you do it. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that a dog is like a kid. Mm. You know, I'm not saying they are the same thing. But I do, I do feel like I have an I have an insight into it now. Mm. And I'd I think you know very, I'd think very long and hard about it yeah. and not make the decision lightly at all. Okay. Oh why? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, but maybe I just have dogs. Yeah, you could just have dogs. You could, I could just, just become be a, dog a dog person. person. Yeah, yeah. You, you only cute. deal with dog vagina for the rest yeah, of your I life. Yeah, I want to see a human one, except it's my own. Now you know exactly what cream to use. Yeah, and we just share cream. <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas puts it on both of us. It's just simple economics. It's like cream time. We do it every Sunday night. <laughs> Sorry. After the roast. Um, <laughs> okay um, we end the podcast <laughs> is that a good ending? <laughs> no no well we're going to do the game now we'll do the game oh, yeah, 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 yeah so okay. so uh, um, I think we I think you know I think we, ever, we all know dogs are, are great and better than us and one day I'll I'll deal with my issues and... yeah you should come and do you see think my I should dog, dog? Do you think... no you should hang out with my dog for a bit okay do you want my dog? I would love to come and hang out do you want it though? I'm trying to get rid of her I'm uh, no no because it's this thing of like if I come like I come to the pet store I will leave with your dog yeah yeah I'll put also, it in your bag she'd love me yeah, I'm probably. so available I'm so emotionally available like I'm a non-threatening <laughs> like I would totally I would like in fact for anything you would want to pass her off to me and then the moment you saw her treating me nicely and and like liking me yeah you'd get super fucking oh maybe. Uh, yeah, you get. And then I'd kill you. Yeah, you suddenly everything and make would it look change. Like an accident. Exactly. Yeah. Although everyone will know because it's 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 gonna be you. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Steve's dead. Yeah, exactly. They'll be like Lily. Was Lily? Lily? Right, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay. um yeah um, yeah. So what's the game? Yeah. The game is it's um uh, we end the podcast by uh, I ask you uh, if there's something that you uh, don't love that everyone else in the world seems to love that you just don't get or it's just you know doesn't fill your heart with the same way that other people seem to think. Yeah. And then you tell me something that you do love and just try to kind of sell me on it and proselytize. So okay. Start with the thing you don't like. Yeah, I wrote a list of things I don't like. Okay. I'm not going to say them all. <laughs> I don't know which ones because I was going to say I don't like people. That's interesting. I like that, especially in this podcast. 
<laughs> but no, but this was before the dog. You just don't like people. Yeah. As and the, the dog actually forces me to talk to people. Shit. Because especially when you have a puppy, they're like, <laughs> what breed is it? What's wrong with this vagina? All these questions. <laughs> so it's like forced me to open up. But I, I'm not changed in that respect because I still, mm. I've now I've, I've opened up to have these conversations that I didn't want to have. Mm. And I've not been like enlightened into how great people are. Why, why, don't, you, why don't you like people? Um, oh, I just don't know. Have you thought about this? Like, I've thought about the fact about? that I'm probably an introvert. Okay. And maybe I find like social interaction sometimes quite difficult. So maybe I've like made it so I don't like people. Okay. It's like a defense thing. Like my worst nightmare is walking along the street. <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> and seeing someone I kind of know. Like if I know that, like if it's like my mum, mm. I'll say hello. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But if it's like, you know, and I just do everything possible, look at my phone, it's the worst look, thing. look down, yeah. look uh, anywhere to avoid this like awkward I feel social like interaction. I just, and I hate it if I'm out somewhere and someone's Or if you see like, a group of people who you think are really cool people. and they come out of a pub like a couple steps before you and you just hide immediately. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I have done that. Yeah. I have done that. I've, Where did you hide? Oh my, uh, uh, it was like on the way to a gig. And they were comedians, so they must have gone to another the same gig or whatever. And I just saw them, and they were just like arms around each other's shoulders, like hanging out, cool kids. And I saw them, and I just ducked into like a fucking crep affair or something, and just kind of, and I just waited, like I kind of counted to a hundred and (laughs) kept walking. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever done this? Have you ever been invited somewhere, Mm -hmm. and then you show up, Mm -hmm. and then you spend fifteen minutes waiting outside, debating whether or not to go in? No, I just probably wouldn't go. Okay, well, no, no, well uh, no, I, that's never happened to me, so... Um. <laughs> no, but I would just wouldn't even get to the house. Right, you just... <laughs> you were like, I was on MDMA when I said I would go. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you can't take anything I said that night, seriously. Also, I don't love married. any of you. Fuck off. <laughs> I just hate... I don't even like when people sit next to me on the bus. Like, yeah. oh, I just hate them. Inside my... In my, my face is like, I look so sweet and I yeah. smile. And they're like, is yeah. that seat taken? I'm like, no, sit down. But inside, I'm like, fuck off. I hate you. I've never hated anyone more. Why did you have to sit next to me? Just go and die. (laughs) (laughs) It's bad, isn't it? But Thomas is the opposite. He's just so sociable and just like chatting to everyone. Is that why it works, do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes it is really nice. Like he'll talk to people that he has like one-off acquaintances with and Hmm. we'll find out something about them. Like I've lived in the same area like all my life (laughs) (laughs) and I go to the same shops and all these things and I don't have this other level of a relationship with these people that I like meet on a day-to-day basis. But Thomas will go once and he'll be like, oh, you know, thinking down the dry cleaners, he comes from blah, blah, blah and his mum does this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. It's because he grew up with dogs. Yes. His heart is open. His heart is I just... I do think... I think it's good yeah. for kids to grow up like that and to care for something else in a real way, like a real... Mm. Like, not, not some hamster shit. <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> ironic, though, because you, you're a comedian. You are going to have to be interacting with people pretty regularly for the yeah, rest of your life, but It's exhausting. I find the whole thing exhausting. Uh... And, that, and I... You know, a lot of comedians stay behind for drinks and stuff like that. I mean, I... You know, it's like a different situation because I have this dog now and, like... I live with my boyfriend and it's all like quite like settled. So I'm mm. not, I don't feel the need to like have a big party after mm. 
Yeah. But there's also that element of like, I've been here for two hours chatting. Mm. Like I'm, I feel drained by that. Yeah. Me too. And so I have to just be on my own. <laughs> I'm going to have like an hour long nap when you leave. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I usually yeah, do. No, I, I completely, I completely empathize Whereas Thomas that. gets um, re-energized by people. Right. He's more excited. He's got, yeah. He goes away with, oh, they recommended that book. I'm going to go do this. Yeah, he, right. he's yeah, like yeah. motivated to do things. Whereas like we, we yeah, we're like toe offs in that way. Why do you think he, I mean, that's how that sound, that sounded bad. Why do you think he likes you? But like, as in like, I why don't do you know. think, why do you think you're drawn Because <laughs> I've got a math temperature. <laughs> You are both staggeringly beautiful people. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know why he likes me. <laughs> um, Maybe he needs that. Maybe he needs think, that real, you know, he needs that little dose yeah, of cynicism he can, yeah, in his life. Yeah, I think he does. I think he does, because he's way too positive. Right. And I think he needs me to bring him down. You're his anchor to the to the dregs. <laughs> yeah. And and he opens me up to to things. Yeah. Which is which is nice. Yeah. If 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 it wasn't for you, he would wear sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You saved us all from that. You should be very You're proud well, of it. it's like a public service. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay. Need any? <laughs> realism in their life I think that's what's going to make you go far in comedy you have a wonderful laconic yeah like some, when I say bad things about the dog sometimes or bad things in general about mm. being quite mean and stuff sometimes people are like, like they can't they don't <laughs> expect a woman to actually say yeah. stuff like that it's quite interesting does that cause problems on stage as well sometimes it, it makes me think about how I phrase things but it's also just ownership of it like if I feel an awareness of that then maybe it's the way I deliver it that mm. I'm not like completely committing to whereas if I just go haul ass yeah here's a question do you ever because this happens to me do you ever get annoyed when you say things on stage and the, the audience don't believe you like they um, think you're just you're just joking that you hate people and you're like yeah. no I fucking do. fuck you <laughs> I, hate, I hate that in general because I I mean, I know people, we all embellish to mm. an extent, but I know some people actually create stories completely, like, they're completely fictional and oh, yeah. they use them on stage. Yeah. And that is fine, and that is, like, everyone's style of comedy. But I don't feel comfortable doing that. Mm. Like, I've tried before to, like, kind of, like... But I just, I can't deliver it because yeah. I just, like... People always think that I'm, like, really, like, confident. And I'm, like, because I come across confident on stage. And uh-huh. I'm like, no, did you listen to it? You know? <laughs> You'll never know exactly how you come across this. Yeah. Because you're you. I know. <laughs> and don't you be anybody <laughs> else. I'm like Kanye. My biggest tragedy is I'll never get to listen to my own comedy. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. I feel like the way about Friends, the Friends cast. <laughs> well, they'll never know what it was like to watch yeah, Friends. Look, I grew up with Friends. It was my <laughs> life. I loved it. And I, I honestly feel bad for them. That's so interesting. They don't have that experience. They'll never be able to be like, they are can't you do a Ross or a Rachel? They yeah. can't do any of that. That's all, like, like most of my comedy comes from that. That's so interesting. That's mm. interesting. Holy fuck. I mean, they've got millions of pounds, so yeah. they're probably all right. Yeah. I mean, if you hate people, the cast of Friends... I've got to be low down on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you happy with that answer? Yeah. I, I think that was. I like that. I'll just do that. I, thought, yeah. I thought that was a really good. That was a really good answer. Okay. So something that you love. Platonic touching. Ooh, <laughs> that's really really interesting. Which some people I know really hate. Mm. Like some people won't even go to the hairdressers because they don't like a stranger touching them. Yeah. And it's like a totally non-sexual yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's what I really, really like. Like when, like even if I'm like at the doctor's or like having a blood test, anything that someone is like touching yeah. 
but but there is no element of that. Yeah. It feels so nice. And I, I love com- it. I completely agree. Uh, like, do you? I do, because I, I think maybe with me it's a little more... Sexual? Not so, so, I wouldn't say <laughs> sexual, but I would say to do with a deep human need. Okay. Um. Uh, uh. So I really enjoy getting my hair cut. My favorite thing is when you go and get your hair cut and you haven't washed your hair, so they wash it for you. Oh, they always wash That's, my hair. Well, I know, but but, but like if, if you've boys. washed your hair and it's obviously clean, they won't give a shit. So I'll I'll have uh-huh. to deliberately not do it to make sure uh, they do it. Nice. And it's one of the nicest feelings in the world. And you're right, it's platonic. Love it. It's lovely. Yeah, and the gentler the better. Mm. Gentler. Is the that a gentler. Word? Gentler. The more gentle, the yeah. genteel. No. <laughs> um, yeah, like I went to this like um, hairdressing training place once. So okay. you pay like it's like a reduced fee, which mm. means you're taking a risk. <laughs> but it was fine. But I had this guy washing my hair who's obviously incredibly nervous to be doing it. But it right. felt amazing. He was taking care over he you. He was just being so like wow. careful, and it's that gentle, like it just very delicate, like touching of my head, especially in like my neck area. If it's confident, right. I'm not into it. Okay. Tentative. Okay. Tentative. Yeah. Yeah. And anything. Yeah. Like, I just, I just love it. Yeah. Like, like blood tests or like, or some draws on you. Like when that game that you got, like you have to guess mm. like where the line is or they, or people when we supposed to game when we were younger where you draw something on someone's back mm. just with your finger yeah. and you'd have to guess what it was. And I used to make my friends do it to me all the time. And yeah, I used to keep yeah. being like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> be like a smiley face and be like, how are you not getting this? And like, just do it one more time. <laughs> This is a bit of admission. I really like going to the dentist. Oh. I like having a dude's hands in my mouth. Oh. Like, like there, I had this dentist growing up. Um, <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a horrible story. <laughs> yes, no, no, no. Like, this is like the guy. Was, the where guy was, did he touch I think you? I was like 16 or something like that. And I can't remember where he was from, but he was very no nonsense. He was from like Eastern Europe. And he was, okay. and he was very no nonsense. He didn't do anesthetic. He, just, he was like, we're not doing that. Just punched you in the face. Yeah, like I had, I had like <laughs> three fillings or something with no anesthetic. Wow. But I came away feeling like a boss because he was like, no, we're just going to do it. We're just going to go in. And it, and, I, and it felt great. And But also, I love the fact that it's kind of with the haircut thing. I like anything that's like, it's all about you for a bit. Oh. And with the dentist, not only is this guy concentrating entirely on you, but if he sees something interesting, he, he gets somebody else to write it down. There's like a, there's a second person who's whose focused job is, on you. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> it feels great. Steve is important. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. But I completely, I like that. So are you a hugger as well? No. Right, because that, that goes quite kind no, of against your no, hatred of people. Yeah, I don't like hugging, really. Okay. I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look I forward won't to push that people later. Away, but it's very non-committal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible hugger. Hand-holding? You hand-holder? Only with Thomas. Only with Thomas. I, see, this is where all of those things, all like I'm, like we're the not, I guess, touchy feely. Okay, is the word, but like affectionate mm, physically mm. affectionate all mm. of that kind of goes out the window with him yeah. but anyone else I'm not touching them yeah yeah I think maybe the enjoyment of platonic touching is from years of not being touched like that and having that sexual element constantly mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think it's like to do with civilization that we've gotten to this point now where we're, we're more comfortable having like friends we're much more buddy buddy with each other like in caveman times there wasn't a lot of platonic or maybe there was. Maybe it was like, um, you I'm know... I'm sure they probably did. Eating beetles off each other's backs Yeah, like there was no issue. It was just like, they were probably quite handsy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, in that kind of practical way. Okay. I like that. That's a good one. That's actually really sweet. You've got you've, you've given us like a really like dark one. 
uh-huh. hating humanity, uh-huh. misanthropy, <laughs> misanthropy, and then say you just, you just like touching people, it's just like <laughs> no, platonic. them touching me. Okay, so you don't touch. Oh, okay. Oh no, That's I mean I'll do it, but like. <laughs> And I'd never, I don't want them to know how much I'm enjoying it. Because <laughs> then you, it's weird. I think then do you have to stop yourself making weird. noises. No, but that's not sexual. That's no, 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 no. I'm not saying it is. I'm not, please, but there please is a don't fine think line. that's what I'm doing. No, I'm, I know, I'm, but there is a fine line, and that's why I wouldn't. Because I have As soon to, as you yeah. let on that you're enjoying it, I think it changes. Like, yeah. I'd never say to the hairdresser, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it would change the dynamic. Yeah. And then I wouldn't be allowed back. But I'd love to pay someone to play with my hair. Okay. Like I would I would prefer that over like a massage. Like a platonic surrogate. Surrogate? Yeah, they have these um again I'm I, I keep making it sexual. I'm really sorry. Now I'm the one who's making it sexual. You're uh, the one who's you're the one Steve. who's been dragging us through the filth all throughout mm. this podcast and now yeah. no but they've this thing to the sexual surrogacy where they have where they have these trained professionals who have sex with people who have like never had sex. Oh. Do you know what I mean if you're like 45 and you've never had sex, you have these things called sexual surrogates that kind of essentially talk. Oh, prostitutes. Well, no, but they kind of, but, but it's like a, a mixture of that and psychiatry. And it's very well oh. thought of, apparently. Like, it's very, like... You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like they're, they're, they're people who have decided to do that. Right. And they that's how they operate. But so what you're saying is you'd like to just pay someone to just come around, come around your house and do your hair and... and yeah, like, and... oh, and having my makeup done. It's the most amazing thing. It makes <laughs> me want to go to sleep. I just feel so... Oh. Co- like, I would love it <laughs> if someone would come to my house just before I was going to bed and do my makeup. and then I'd Before bed? Sleep. Yeah. Okay. Just because it makes me so calm. And the problem with having your makeup done is whenever you have it done, it means you're going to have to do something afterwards. Yeah. So it's really annoying. Which I you feel find like draining. <laughs> really serene while this is happening. And then I'm going to have to like deliver. <laughs> like the few times I've had it done, like for something that you would actually, you know, like yeah. something that was being filmed or something, then you would. Yeah. So it spoils it. So I'd love for just the makeup part and then okay. I'd have a little nap. And then you wake up with a perfect... Oh, no. Kabuki yeah, I don't face care. mask about... on your pillow. <laughs> yeah, it's not about what it looks like, the feeling of it. Yeah. They could even pretend. It's like you're getting ready for death, just getting embalmed oh, God, before, yeah, before taking like your that. eternal rest. Great. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Do you need to go? We've been talking for hours. I've got to yeah. go back to the dog. Oh, fuck. The... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've just been telling you how much I love her. Yeah, yeah. We will post pictures of, of, of blood in so everyone else can see how... Gorgeous she is. And um, I've enjoyed talking to you. It's been really nice to see you again. Yeah. Isn't it been nice? No. Hope it hasn't been too draining. No. It'll be fine. It'll but be fine. I'm, I'm not... I don't have a gig tonight, so... Yeah, me neither do I. I, pro- I. I promise you I will never come down uh, for lunch. Even if I invite you. Because I'm very... Especially if you invite I'm me. very strong with my invitations. <laughs> <laughs> i got to meet you on MDMA, actually. Because I'll probably just laugh at you the whole time. Every time... You'll be like, no, no. No, Steve. Yeah, no, no, I do. I really love you, Steve. This is what I say. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I no. Honestly, you're my best friend. Yeah. Like, I really I'm gonna be. I'm gonna enjoy that. I wanna. I wanna see this just because I wanna be able to be. And like, I believe it at the time. I know. That's what I think would I be so interesting. Do. I've got to see this. <laughs> I would have so much fun. It would be so funny. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have anything to plug? To do you have anything plug. to plug? What are you doing over this year? I'm thinking about doing um, a like vaginal chat show. <laughs> I know 
almost surprised. <laughs> Imagine all chacho. Like. <laughs> That's perfect. The you know, just perfect, inviting female yeah. comedians to come on and chat about their vaginas. Sweet. And I call it the V Project. Nice. I like that. And obviously I can tie it in with all my fucking yeah. vagina material. But I just kind of wanted to maybe do something a little bit different. But I haven't applied. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, well, folks, look out for that, because I'm sure the V Project will be... But I'll be in be... Edinburgh anyway. Yeah, she will be in Edinburgh. Follow the name, because she's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure... I, I could see that ending up on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that'd be Yeah, really if anyone's... Good. You'd be great. I bet that would be a great show. Uh, yeah, I think it just could be, like, casual conversations, like, very honest conversations. You get your makeup done, or your hair done, while you're chatting. <laughs> That'd be great, but I think it's it's a taboo still, and I think mm. having a little funny chat about it, and it and it and it leads onto so many other issues. Like it sounds crude to just mm. talk about vaginas, but I think they are at the centre of quite a lot of themes, and you know they say a lot about your life experience and your personality. I think. Yeah. I mean, they don't speak. But they don't say a lot. I mean, it speaks volumes about you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. No, it'll be very educational. Yeah. And moving. Like this podcast. <laughs> oh. yeah. Lily Phillips, everyone. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Go get a dog. Go, don't get a dog. <laughs> Have my it, dog. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to 50 Uses for the Word Love. Today's word was cynophilia. Must love dogs. I'm Stephen Trumbull, and I love you. <laughs>